I was like narrating what you were doing uh, while, you, while you were on your call, but you didn't mute yourself. So I was like, well, and I was gonna use it for the cold open. And I was like, well, I'm not gonna use this now. <laughs> oh, oops, my bad. No, I mean like, I didn't tell you to, it's my own fault. Welcome to episode 55 of the Quarter Life Crisis Podcast. I am your host, D-Rec, the man who will make fun of others for being pretentious while sipping a $10 beer. With me, as always, is everybody's favorite co-host, the man with the plan, the guy with the fifth biggest brain in the city of Buffalo, and trust me, that is not a compliment. Hunty, how you doing, buddy? It's probably true, though, honestly, to be It's, to be it's the four top heart surgeons and then you. Hey, if that's, <laughs> if that's the company I'm keeping, I'm fine with that. Yeah, but then it's everybody else in Buffalo. Okay, well, sh- whatever. Um, I'm doing well. Um, yeah, just not- nothing really exciting happening. Um, oh, Caps won today. Go Caps. There we go. So when Good stuff. You- your favorite sport team wins, uh, when your favorite sports ball team wins, even though it's a sport that doesn't use a ball, uh, we celebrate by drinking. So Hunter, what are we drinking today? Um, mm-hmm. This is an Ellicottville Brewing Company Mimosa IPA. Ooh. Um, they combine the flavors of a mimosa into an IPA, and I don't know what this is going to taste like, so let's try it. Just tastes like an IPA. Cool. That's that's, that's disappointing. That's it doesn't taste like you don't taste any orange or anything. A little bit, not a lot. Oh, that's so disappointing. It tastes like a a Tropicana that's less citrusy. Ah, damn. Well, uh, conversely, similarly, actually, I have myself a pine hopple. Uh, I bet Ooh. you can't guess what fruit is in this. Um, yeah, come on. Uh, my lovely girlfriend Katie was uh, so nice to give me a variety pack of some Evo beer for uh, for uh, Valentine's Day, and it came with my favorite beer, Lot Three, along with this and a, another beer that I really enjoy. So I'm gonna tear into this one during the episode. Nice. Mm. So Hunter, got a lot of fun for you today. Uh, first thing I want to jump in, into, uh, I actually want to talk very quickly about a, a teacher that I had in elementary school. Uh, he was my gym teacher, and he was really awesome. And every day after gym class, he would walk us back to our um, our classroom because, you know, you did that when you were in elementary school. Yeah. And uh, after we were done with gym, he would always tell us a riddle because he always told us he firmly believed that uh, keeping your mind fit is as important, if not more important, than keeping your body fit, which is a really good thing. And I think that's what, like, made me – I honestly, it's what helped me, like uh, – attack things from a different like uh from a different outlook um help me become more of like a a critical thinking and creative person so i have 10 brain teasers for you and i want to see how uh how the grad school life has taught you how to think critically and outside the box it uh, plot twist probably not some of these are very easy some of these are a little bit like have to put something into it and some of these are just kind of like oh god come on um, so they, they vary uh, time to time. You can play along at home if you want to, see if you can beat Hunter. Um, and if you can't, uh, maybe talk to somebody about that. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> first of all, Hunter, are you ready for your first brain teaser? Tease me. This one's a little on the easier side. Uh, or no, actually it's more on the other side. 
during which month do people sleep the least on average? The least on average. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the least on average. I feel like the obvious choice here. Well, no, that doesn't make sense. That would well, make well, sense. well, explain your explain your. Thoughts. My first thought was well, February because there's less days. But if it's on average, that means like number of hours per day, right? Like that's not. Well, it was worded incorrectly because yeah, it's February. There's less oh, okay. days. <laughs> that that makes more sense. Okay, all right. I, I was I, 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 feel, I guess on average meant like by month, you know, like. Uh, so the but, number uh, of hours in the month, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see, yeah. I see, I see. Uh, like or average, like as a collective, you know what yes. I'm saying? So, yes. Cool, but yeah, you got that one right. Good job, man. There's, there's less time to sleep in February than any other month. Exactly, exactly. I'm going to bold the ones you get right and italicize the ones you get wrong, and we can uh, we can figure it out at the end. Uh, this is another one that's kind of like a little dumb. Uh, what five letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? Letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it. Uh, what? What five letter word, letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? What five letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? I guarantee you there's so many people screaming at their uh, phones right now. <laughs> I feel like I should just have this in, I don't, five letter word becomes shorter. Is it short? It is short. Good job. Oh, okay. Okay. You add, you add ER to it and it becomes shorter. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I you knew it had you got it right, but you didn't I, I know. know. I, I knew it had something to do with the word shorter, and I couldn't figure it out, but I was like, wait, shorter has seven letters. And I was like, okay, five, okay, yeah, but I didn't connect, make the shorter connect, okay. There you go, man. Proud of you. Very proud of you. I got it. Um, this one you might have heard before. Um, I left my campsite and hiked south for three miles. Then I turned east and hiked for three miles. Finally, I turned north and hiked for three miles at which time I came upon a bear inside my tent eating my food. What color was the bear? Wait, you say that again? I left my campsite and I hiked south for three miles. Okay. I turned east and I hiked for three miles. And then I turned north and I hiked for three miles. After that, at that time, I came upon a bear inside my tent eating my food. So what color is the bear? Uh, um, that's a good question, Derek. Glad you asked. Um, what color is the bear? If yep. all I get is directional advice, mm-hmm. three miles south, three miles east, three miles north. Mm-hmm. And remember where you end up at the beginning and the end. So, okay. So at the beginning, I'm at the campsite mm-hmm. at the end, I'm at the campsite. Yep. What? what um uh this is uh this is so big brain for me for some reason um i i feel like the answer is right in front of me and i just like can't figure it out wait so three miles south three miles east three miles north uh and you end up at the campsite both times um i i don't know if i got this one uh first of all um not gonna tell you the answer yeah 
but if you go south and then east and then north and end up at the same place, where do you have to be on the planet? Like the North Pole? So what color is the bear? Oh, so it'd be white. Yep. So be yep. White. There you go. <laughs> oh, I, I guess that, I guess that makes sense. Yep. Uh, oh, that does make sense because of, oh, okay. I yep. see. I yep. see. You I go see. south and then back north because you, you never went east or west. Yep. Yeah, 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 I follow. I follow. There you go. Um, the next one. So you're two for three so far. A man is looking at a photograph of someone. His mm. friend asks who it is. The man replies in riddle. Brothers and sisters, I have none, but that man's father is my father's son. So who's in the photograph? Okay, so person asks another person who they are in a photograph, mm -hmm. right? And the riddle is what? Brothers and sisters, I have none. Okay, pause. Mm -hmm. So they're an only child. Mm -hmm. Continue. That man's father is my father's son. So the... So the guy in the picture, right? That's who the that's who we sing. That man is the person in the picture. Mm -hmm. That man's father is me being the riddle giver, my mm -hmm. father's son. Mm -hmm. So that's his dad in the photo. No. What? No, no, that's something I'm not that's what I'm saying, but like that's not my answer answer, but like that man's father. No, you're trying to figure out who is in the photo. Right. And he said, that man's father, as in the man in the photo's father, is my father's son. Oh, wait. So that person's father. Hold on, hold on. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm so close to this. You are so hold close to Hold on, hold on. Hold on. So, the man in the, so if you have, you have photo. Man in photo. The man in photo is man in photo's father. Mm hmm is my father's father. Yes. So that's his cousin. No. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. <laughs> I'll, give you like, I'll give you 30 more seconds. What? Hold on. So man in the photo's father is my, so my dad, so but my father's son would be me, right? Okay, right. So that, we got that covered. That man's father is my father's son. It's, it's me in the photo, right? No. <laughs> I have no idea. You got to tell me. I've, I'm it's, like circumventing it, but I, I'm not It's there. your son. That man's father is my father's son. So his father is the son of my father, who is me. So the person in the picture is my son. Take your word for it, because I, <laughs> I, I literally don't understand that one at all. <laughs> Alrighty, we're saying the word father too much. Okay. Uh, going into uh, sticking with family riddles, uh, a man describes his daughters, saying they are all blonde but two, all brunette but two, and all redheaded but two. How many daughters does he have? So he describes his daughters. They're all brunette but two. All blonde but two, and all redheaded but two. Three? What? Wouldn't it be three? Yeah, good job, man. Yeah, yeah because it all could just be one, and then the two other ones are the other hair color. There you go, there you go. Ain't no fathers here. <laughs> uh, another two that are kind of related. First of all, which tire doesn't move when a car turns left? 
Tires don't move when cars turn? Which tire doesn't, doesn't move, move. When car turns left? Oh, spare tire. Yeah, my boy. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Proud of you. The, this father one has thrown my brain into a pretzel. I don't got that one. Okay, next one. Four cars come to a four-way stop, all coming from different directions. Yep. So it's like the four, they're all at their own intersection. They can't decide who got there first, so they all go forward at the same time. Rational they thought. do not crash into each other, but all four cars can go. So what happened? How is that possible? So there are four horsemen of the apocalypse, four mm -hmm. different directions. Mm -hmm. They all go at the same time, mm -hmm. but none of them hit each other. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I honestly, I'm not even going to attempt this one because I have no, I have seen no way out of this. Um, I'm trying to give you a hint, okay. uh, but I don't know. They all turn right. Because uh, they're not they're not intruding on any of the other ones' paths. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> the, tooth, the, the buck yeah. toothpaste. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is the last dumb one, I think. Yeah, this is the last yeah. dumb one. Oh, but those weren't hard. No, 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 no. no. Oh, some of them were hard, but this is oh, this okay. one's kind of dumb. It's like, bruh. All right, ready? Yeah. Is the capital of Kentucky pronounced Louisville or Louisville? That's not the capital of Kentucky, right? Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Good it's, job. Do you know what the capital of Kentucky is? Oh, I knew this once upon a time. What does it start with? F. F? Oh, Frankfurt. Yeah, good job, man. I'm proud of you. You got that one. Um, I'll save, I think I'm going to try to save the hardest one for last. Yeah, that's the hardest one. Okay. A sundial is the timepiece that uses the lowest number of moving parts. It doesn't have a single moving part unless you count the sun. Yep. What timepiece uses the largest number of moving parts. To uh, uh, think of like the timepieces that you know of. I don't know, like the first thing that pops into mind is like Big Ben. Uh, possibly, but no. Actually, no, it's definitely no. That, is a, that has a lot of moving parts, but no. Is it like an actual thing with a name or is it like a type of timepiece? It is a, is a type. It is not a proper noun timepiece. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I don't know, like a wristwatch? Like a uh, timepiece that uses the most moving parts. Mm -hmm. I've... Mm, mm, nope, don't got it. Give me a hint. Uh, the number of moving parts of this timepiece is in the tens of thousands. Jesus, that's not helpful. Um, and um, it is very primitive. Primitive, okay. Well, not primitive, but old. Old. Um, yeah, ignore primitive. It's not primitive. How old are we talking? They've been around for a long, like, before, like clocks okay <laughs> well that kind of ruins it because what else could you think of if you don't get it then now you're not going to get it i'm not going to get it now no it's an hourglass oh duh. Of the pieces of the grains of oh, sand the sand yeah yep. that makes sense yep all righty two left 
How many have I gotten wrong? Three? Uh, you've gotten one, two, three, four, five, right? Oh, you got one, was... two, three, four. Wait, did, did I do the math wrong? Hang on, give me a second. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, I did eleven. Um, <laughs> I did eleven uh, riddles. So you got your five and four right now. Not bad. Let's see if you can finish over five hundred. Okay. The water level in a reservoir is low, but it doubles every day. If it takes 60 days to completely fill the reservoir, how long does it take for the reservoir to become halfway full? So it doubles its amount each day, mm -hmm. and it takes 60 days to fill up. So how many days does it take to be halfway full? Yep. Well, it's obviously not 30, because that'd be too simple. It's not 30. Um, doubles the amount every day and it takes, and you said it's already, well, does it matter how much was that in the beginning? Cause you said it was just low. Um, it shouldn't matter now. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. <laughs> little yawny. Um, ah, uh, Oh boy. I feel like this one should be relatively simple for me to figure out. Um, math one. Well, not really. I know. I, eh, I know. So it takes 60 days to fill up. It doubles in its amount every day. While you're thinking, I just got to point out my hair looks really good today. It does look good. Thanks, man. Um, to, <laughs> fellas, is a gay to like your friend's hair? <laughs> um, okay, so it takes 60 days to fill up. Uh, halfway full. It doubles in its amount each day. Uh, um, oh. Give me a guess. 10 seconds. It's not like 45, is it? No. Okay, I don't got it. 59. Because if it, t if it doubles uh, every day on the 59th yeah. day, it'll double the full. That makes sense. Yep. Okay, you are 5-5 five and five right now. The last riddle might be the hardest one. Let's see if you can figure it out and finish over 500. It's a little long, too, so um, I, might actually, I might just text it to you. Okay. But I'll read it out loud as well. An elevator is on the ground floor. There are five people in the elevator, including me. So there are me and four other people. Okay. When the lift reaches the first floor, one person gets out, two people get in. Okay. The lift goes up to the second floor, three people get out, five people get in. It then goes up to the next floor, and no one gets out, but 12 people get in. Halfway up, to the next floor, the elevator cable snaps and it crashes to the floor. Everyone else dies. Everyone in the elevator dies and I survived. How did I survive? Can you text that to me so I can read it? Yep, I am texting it to you now. Five people in the elevator, including me. And I'll even help you out with the math. So, no, okay. so there, there's, there should be 20 people in the elevator if you're still in it. Right, that's how that checks out. Um, because five go in, it starts then, with five, then it goes down uh, to then... four plus two is six, minus three is three, plus five is 11. Um, 11 plus 12 is what is that 21? 11 plus 12 23. is 23. 23. I tried, I tried, and then it snaps. Everybody in the elevator dies. I survive. How did I survive? Okay, elevator's on the ground floor. Um, and I, this never says if you ever get out or not. 
Who else dies in the elevator except me? How did I survive? Second floor. I mean, I would just assume that you're the person that got out on the first floor. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. You got out of the elevator. Yeah, I would just imagine that you at some point just left and with that you are you, really thought not, that was, you thought you thought that was one of the harder ones i think it's one of the it's it's one of the one i think it's the most hard one because it has a lot of distractions to distract you from the obvious answer um, oh with all the numbers and yeah because like the yeah, intention yeah. is you're supposed to get distracted doing the math and forget exactly. that exactly, out. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you just realize like it's the same way um the kentucky one it's like uh, is it Louisville or Louisville? And then it's like, well, it, which one is it? So it doesn't matter because it's, it's not a capital. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. job, man. Six, six and five. Six and five. I'm we're honestly didn't think you'd get some of those. We're on our way to the wild card round, baby. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, awesome. So now that we've uh, – I didn't even do this on purpose, but I have a great segue. Now that we've oh, trained nice. our, uh, our brains, That's we're going to talk about people nice. who train their bodies. Cool. Uh, this upcoming summer, uh, Tokyo will be hosting the 2020 uh, Summer Olympic Games. 2020. What? Yep. The 2020 Summer Olympic Games. Uh, and <laughs> I'm not, I don't keep like in with the Olympics off season. I watch them when they're on and I root for, the, root for yeah. the American athletes and it's a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. Um, something that ties into it that I'm a lot more uh, fond of are the Beer Olympics. Of course. So I don't know if you've ever uh, participated in a beer Olympics, and I am going to need um, share screen permission. For I got you. But I don't know if you've ever uh, competed in a beer Olympics. Basically what happens is that you have a bunch of different teams. Each of these teams competes in a bunch of different events, and they receive gold, silver, or bronze medals uh, based on how well they perform. Yep. So many different events can happen uh, in, this, in the, these beer Olympics. So what we are going to do in true QLC fashion Nice. Is we are going to do a Beer Olympics events tier list. But instead of having regular tiers, I mean, I guess they still are tiers no matter what. We have four instead of five this time. We have at the very top, gold, then silver, then bronze, and finally, missed the podium. So I have collected with you the help it. of a friend of the podcast and roommate of the host, uh, Joe Pizzula. Nice. Uh, I have gathered 15 different events that we're going to talk about, and we're going to see how they stack up against each other. You could have you could have done a fifth tier that was just didn't even get invited. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> no, true. But I only no have invitation. I only yeah, have 15, 15 instead of 20, so I, I wanted to make sure <laughs> three, that each three tier, per tier. <laughs> yeah, each tier had uh, had enough things. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, and we're, we will give a brief explanation about the games if they're a little more um, if they're a little more obscure. Uh, speaking of which, first of all, we have ride the bus which is essentially a counting cards game. You got to, it's a bunch of different rules. You got to guess which card's coming up next. So Hunter, where do you think this should go in the beer Olympics tier list? Um, this game will, can get you really drunk. It's never guaranteed though. Mm -hmm. um, and like, it's pretty, it, it's, it, it's a, it's a, it changes the rules on you like every single round and such. And, and for that reason, I think it's a silver. Silver? Yeah. Sure. I think it's silver. Like it's not always guaranteed to be the the wildest game, but it has the potential to just be chaotic. And that's no, I agree. And it and the thing about uh, Ride the Bus is um, it has equally the same chance of getting everybody wasted as getting a single person wasted. Yeah, that, that's that's a fun one. Very. Um, one of those that does not have that luxury up next is Thunderstruck. And if you don't know what this game is, <laughs> go listen to Thunderstruck by ACDC. Then imagine 
uh, a bunch of people standing in a circle. And every time that the song says thunder, uh, the uh, next person in line starts drinking and they don't stop until the song says thunder again. And there are some long guitar solos in that song. Yeah, there are. So Hunter, where do you think this goes? I don't know. This one's pure chaos. I, it's just, well, not even chaos. It's just like, if you get stuck with that one long guitar solo, you're just, you're toast. Um, I don't know. I've never really enjoyed playing Thunderstruck. I don't love it. I'll do it. It's a, it's a bronze. Honestly, in the way that you're talking, I'm surprised you didn't say the lower one. I think it misses the podium, honestly. Okay, that's fine. Um, because we don't, ever time, have to pl- we don't ever have to play that again. Yeah, half the time uh, when you're playing Thunderstruck, uh, the person who gets stuck with, the, uh, stuck with the guitar solo gives up. And the other half of the time, it's just, it happens. We drink beer. Fun. Yeah. So if I ever host a beer, Some, that's not happening. Sometimes you, sometimes you puke from it. Like, that's not fun. That's <laughs> yes, not exactly. a good time. Uh, the next one, something I'm a little more fond of, is a shotgun relay. Uh, essentially, what you think it is, you stand in a line, one per- first person shotguns, as soon as they finish, the next person goes, and then you go till the end. I think this is another silver, um, because the concept of shotgunning is gold, but the actual practice of shotgunning is silver, because sometimes it just don't work. Um, well, it depends on and, what you're shotgunning. Exactly. So, like, And it also depends on like how good you are, you know, getting a proper hold and like you know um opening it at the right time and etc and the right angle and such so it can go real badly real fast and it's just not like you just get beer all over you which like not fun um if it was a surefire this would work every time gold but no yeah uh well i mean if you have any kind of hand-eye coordination it's not that difficult but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well okay yeah that's true when, when joe and i uh shotgunned um natter days that was that was the worst decision i've ever made in my that, life. i don't know why you did that, that was... it's, a, it's a fun time to do it with like beer beer um the next one we have is a fan favorite uh stat cup slap cup rage cage whatever you want to call it i just called it stat cup on this one um hunter what do you think we are slapping the gold on that one that is a great game surefire chaos and good time every time you play it you get a little messy but it's worth the 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 stickiness um Mm -hmm. it is a 10 out of 10 game super fun great uh (laughs) Also, if you never, like I said, if you've never played Stack or Slap Cup, basically oh. there is a bunch. There are a bunch of cups in the middle of the table um, that have a little bit of beer in them, and you uh, pass around empty cups around the circle, bouncing ten, uh, ping pong balls in them. Yeah. And if the person in front, if you get the ball in the cup before the person in front of you, you slap the cup out of the way, or you stack and whatever happens, and then that person has to get a new cup, drink it, and then keep on going. It's a lot of fun uh definitely a crowd favorite when we did this with like 30 people at parties um but in like 100 cups <laughs> uh the next one is das boot hunter have you ever played das boot um i played a version of it in the one beer olympics i've done um yes. except we didn't the only people that did boots were joe and somebody else and i forget who it might have been andy um, um do you want to explain it to the audience I'm pretty sure it's it, like it's this, it's been like a couple of years since I've done this, but it's essentially like you have you get like a beer stein that's a a literal boot, like it's mm-hmm. a human sized boot, mm-hmm. um, and you fill it up with beer, and the goal is to essentially chug the whole thing before your opponent does. Um, you can do it in a relay. I've seen people do it in relays, but you can also just do it one v one. When we did it, we did it that everybody had to chug a can, and we only had two boots, so then the last two people had to do the boots. Okay. Um, so it was like that, but like a chugging relay, essentially. But that's essentially what the gist is. It's just chugging. 
for chugging's sake, but it's kind of cool because you're doing it out of a shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a bronze. <laughs> it's just uh, like it's just like kind of fun. It's just like whatever. It's not really amazing. It's just eh. yeah. And and I, I I looked up like how to play it because I've never played it myself. Um, and it had very specific rules in that um, it is a relay race. Uh, only you can only take one sip at a at a time, and like that's the goal. You have to keep going around in a circle. Yeah. And if you you have to flick the boot before yeah. you take a sip and after you take a sip, and if you forget to do that, you have to start the whole process over again. Yep. So uh, that one's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I agree. Bronze. It's it's a little overcomplicated for what it is, but still gets you drunk. You drink out of a shoe. That's awesome. Yeah, you drink out of a shoe. Uh, the next one is a case race. Uh, case race. If you don't know, you get a case of beer. You drink it as fast as you can. Hunter, where's it going? Awesome. Um, <laughs> I think this is better than Dos Boots, so I want to put it in silver. But I think it's a, it's the top of bronze because yeah, again, it's just it's top. just chugging for chugging's sake. Yeah. It's, this it's, game it's, is just totally designed to just get everybody really drunk. Yeah. And I've done a case race before, and honestly, like, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Um, oh, thir- like 30, 30 beers because usually you have teams of what like five yeah no if unless you split up with like 10 people it, it takes hard a while. yeah, yeah could you imagine doing that with like three people on a team each have to chug like 10 beers as fast as possible i will say um the quarter life crisis podcast does not condone binge drinking of any kind yes. oh, that's bad um please drink responsibly uh yeah it's always it definitely always have a if you have to drive anywhere have a dd at your beer olympics yeah you know Anyways. call an uber call an uber yeah Anyways, uh, the next one we have is baseball. Uh, Dude, baseball I... is essentially you put uh, beer pong, but you put four cups in a row with a few extra cups, and there's a lot of rules, and you play a game of baseball. Hunter, what do you think? It's another silver, I think. Um, okay. Are you going to argue? Your, no, explain your reasoning. Uh, I think that the amount of rules and downtime in the game, like it's different than the downtime in stack up, right? Cause in stack up, you still have to pay attention even when you're not like clearly about to do anything because someone could get on the first try and send it right to you. So like you're still always alert, but in baseball, you can just like kind of chill out for like, I don't know, two minutes at a time when your team's not, you know, when you're up to bat and you're, and you're not, you're like third or fourth in line or whatever. Um, so I think that, and there's a lot of rules cause it's like a literal game of baseball. So it's not, gold status for me but i think silver is a good home for it so i love this game it's one of my favorite drinking games when i can get people to play it with me but that's the thing it's very complicated there are a lot of rules and you have to pay a lot of attention a lot of attention it's very easy to just like stop paying attention so i honestly wanted to advocate for miss the podium oh i think that's way too low because if i'm going to take 10 of these 15 games and make my own beer olympics i'm not playing baseball that would just take too long. That would just take too long. Uh, okay, in that aspect, I, I, I can com- I can compromise on bronze. I, I think it's I think it's just too good of a game to put in miss the podium. Yeah. Um. Next, we have Vietnam, my personal favorite uh, drinking game. It's it is my, a it's my personal nemesis. It's a variation of um, beer pong in which uh, it's a one v one game. Uh, one player has a, a normal like six cup beer pong configuration, and the other player has six cups but they're all spread out across their side and the person throwing at the spread out cups is fighting for their life because the person throwing at the uh, touching cups um never gets a cup taken out and never has to drink and then you flip sides after all the cups are uh, away hunter's not very good at this game and some for some reason he always lets me 
be the guy throwing at the touching cups first. No, 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 That's not, I would like to refute that claim. The, we played it like three times total, and the first two times you demanded that you be America. Three times total? That's false. Three times that I remember. No, okay, um, yeah, there we go. What do you think? I, this game really messes with me, but I can't not say it's not a gold game. It's, like, it's, a, a, gold it's a great game. game. It's a good game. If I were good at it, I'd love it. But my problem is that when I'm America and my cups are touching, I always forget that I don't have to drink and then it does me in. So, you yeah, know. Exactly. Uh, the next one is Cheers to the Governor. Cheers to the Governor, if you don't know, is that everybody takes, uh, everybody sits in a circle and they go one by one counting from one to 21. Uh, once you get from 1 to 21, everybody yells, cheers to the governor, and you all drink. But if you mess up, then you have to start over. And how do you mess up? Every time you finish, you add another rule. The first rule, by default, I think, is always that 7 and 14 are flipped. Yeah. That's uh, right. So when it's counting, it goes 5, 6, 14, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 7, 15. And then every time you add another rule corresponding to a number. This gets a lot of fun. Uh, Hunter, where do you think it should go? This is my thing. I don't think this is a beer Olympics game. Mm -hmm. I think it's just like it's it's a good game for sitting around at a bar with your friends when you're just ha casually hanging out or like hanging out at their apartment. Um, it's not like because like when does the game end? It ends what when you have a rule for everything. Like it just could go on for a long. It ends long when you have time. a rule for every number and you finish it. Okay, so I think that could take that could take literally hours. So. Mm -hmm. Um, for that reason, I, I would advocate for miss the podium on this. I just don't think it's yeah. a good beer Olympics game. Yeah. I saw this on a, I saw this on a list of like top 20, uh, beer Olympics games. And, um, I think you could do some finessing to get like yeah. points associated to it. Uh, like every time that you, if you mess up, you have to leave the circle or something like that. Um, yeah, uh, that's whatever. true. Yeah. But yeah. That whoever's like left over, like that team yeah, gets a yeah. point. Or whatever. Um, so the next one we have is dizzy bat. If you don't know what Dizzy Bat is, uh, you take one of those like old wiffle ball bats and you fill it up with beer. And then from the bottom, you have to chug it. And everybody counts how long it takes you to chug it. Uh, however many seconds, that's how many times you have to put the bat on your forehead, put the other end of the bat on the ground, and then spin around in a circle. And then somebody tosses an empty beer can at you and you got to try to hit it with the bat, obviously. Uh, Hunter, what are your opinions on Dizzy Bat? This is a classic, classic game. Um... <laughs> It's, it's fun. I think that this is a good game to like get everybody. It's not, you know, it's a game that everyone can play no matter what your skill set is besides chugging. Um, because like, you know, take beer pong, for example, you have to be pretty good at like, you know, sinking your shots, um, stack cup. You have to be good at bouncing the ball into the cup and not everybody like the, the playing field is not always even, but with this one, everyone is about as bad as everyone else. So I think it's a silver in terms of beer Olympics games. I agree. Um, it's, it's fun. It takes a long time if you're going to have like everybody do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it can't, when you, when it's done right. And uh, let me tell you, every time I see somebody doing a dizzy bat, it makes me laugh so hard without fail. And when right. somebody connects and knocks that can out of the park, whew, that's like Christmas morning. When you're, when your dad did it and then just like ate dirt. <laughs> Sorry, dad. Um, <laughs> and the next game we have is flip cup. Everybody knows Flip Cup. I don't need to explain it to you. Hunter, what happens? Or what do you making, think about it? I was going to say, you're making me explain it. That's not what I meant. Sorry, um, what do you think about it? I have only played one amazing game of Flip Cup in my life, and it was at Scottoberfest. That oh, was yeah. awesome. Um, that atmosphere was electric. I can't compare anything else to it. However, that's the only time I've ever played a really fun game of Flip Cup. Usually it's like, eh, whatever. Um, it's a good beer Olympics game, so I'll put it in bronze. 
Hans? Sure. Yeah, I, I, I like Flip Cup. There's other variations of it that are more fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next game we have is actually very special to us. It was introduced to, to us by a very dear friend of ours, and uh, I will definitely be playing it for the rest of my life because yeah. of that. Um, it is a game known as a, uh, a vulgar exclamation. So Ex- we're going to change it to heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, basically with heck yeah is you have a partner. You're across the table from your partner. Uh, you both have to uh, drink your cups. And then one partner has to, in a similar way, you flip a flip cup, flip the cup high up in the air. And the other partner has to catch the cup in their cup. And it sounds a little stupid and a little ridiculous. So fun. One of the most fun drinking games I've ever played. Amazing game. One of the most fun drinking games I've ever played. I think I, I, probably because we've never played this like for points or to see who wins. Like everyone's like, "Oh, we came in first, like amazing!" But no one really like pays attention to that. It's just who's ever's last. There's like no consequence. You could easily adapt it for beer Olympics and be like, "Oh, you came in first, you get three points. You came in second, you get two. Last one, whatever you want to do." It's got to be gold, right? It it's it's gold. It it's it's, got it's just a cla- if you've never played it, you have to. It's incredible. Yeah, it's it's. It also it also just out of all of these games might get you the most drunk besides Vietnam. If you, probably because it's very high paced. It's probably more than Vietnam. It's only not if you're bad at Vietnam. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next thing we have is quarters. If you don't know what quarters is, you take a quarter, you bounce it in a shot glass. If you get it in everybody, you get to pick somebody to drink. Simple as that. You know, who's really good at quarters. <laughs> Julie, apparently. Julie's really well. When this pan, when this whole panorama is over, when then this, uh, we'll have whole, to see that. As Tyler put it, when we're out of this panini press, <laughs> I've seen um, a Panasonic microwave. That's a good one. <laughs> that one's a good um, one. Uh, quarters. How do you? Well, how would you score this? Uh, every for every one you get in, you get a point. I, I guess I don't know. I think, feel like if you're talking, like it's a good game. But I feel like if you're talking beer Olympics, we got to look at miss the podium a little bit. No, I agree. It's a hard scoring system. There's not really one. When I Googled a picture to put in this tier list for quarters, the first article that came up was best drinking games for two. (laughs) Yeah, literally. It's not really a team game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The next game, second to last one, is a game that I don't know if you've ever played. It's called Beer Die. Have you ever played it? One time. One time. So uh, the basic, there's a lot of like very mini, minuscule rules to it, very specific stuff. The basic premise is you take a die, you throw it high up in the air, you get it to bounce on the table, and uh, the other team has to catch the die before it hits the ground or they yeah. lose a point. Simple enough. It's, it's a, lot, a little more complicated than that, but, you know. Uh, personally, I think this is a silver tier uh, game. It is enough of a variation from other drinking games that it stays unique but also simple enough that like it's fast paced. It keeps you going. It keeps you drinking. And if you're good at it, you're really good at it. It was a lot of fun. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's not, it's like, once you understand the rules, it's a really fun game. Um, you just have to like, and I think the chaos of it, when you forget a rule and suddenly people are screaming at you about like remembering a rule, it's like, it's, it's, it's a whirlwind. So if you don't like that environment, maybe not the game for you. Yeah. Um, but it's overall pretty fun. Um, and finally, the Mac Daddy of them all. The game that is uh, the game that started to be played. The game that started drinking games. The game that started drinking games. The game that if you do not have this at your Beer Olympics, what are you doing? It's Beer Pong. Yeah. That's a gold. That's well, I don't think, yeah, it's a gold. For a half second, I wanted to consider silver in here as well. I'll just say why. Mm-hmm. Overall, I'm going with gold. Silver, the only reason I would knock it is because it can take a long time sometimes, yeah. and people can lose interest in the Beer Olympics, et cetera. That's why you have to, like, 
either get it out of the way first or save it for like dead last yeah you can't yeah, like yeah. do it in the middle because then you have other stuff to get to and then people are like but i'm tired and it's yeah. like okay well because yeah. it's a two-person game on each side you know so yeah, exactly okay uh that concludes the qlc beer olympics tier list recapping the tiers starting at missed the podium are thunderstruck cheers to the governor and quarters sorry guys you're fun on your own i don't want to play in my beer olympics good for drafts <laughs> in the uh, getting bronze medals we have case races Das Boot, Baseball, and Flip Cup. Receiving silver medals are Ride the Bus, Shotgun Relay, Dizzy Bat, and Beer Die. And the top of the podium, the gold medals, Stack Cup slash Slap Cup slash uh, Rage Cage, whatever you want to call it. Vietnam, Heck Yeah, and Beer Pong. What do you think, Hunty? I, if we just combine gold and silver, that'd be a heck of a day. Yeah, I was about to say, I kind of just want to have a beer Olympics now. <laughs> I know, that'd be awesome. The first thing we're doing after the pandemic, we're having a beer yeah. Olympics with all our friends. Yeah, the panorama beer Olympics. <laughs> I remember the only beer Olympics I've ever really taken apart in seriously was when I had my first semester of leadership, and we yeah. um, we did one, and we're, oh no, Danny was the referee for that. You weren't there. Yes, um, yeah, somebody told me I could be the referee, and then that got taken away. Well, he's a bad person, so... Um, was it him no, 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 no. Joe told me I could be the referee. Oh, and then And then somebody else went back on it. And I was like, yeah. fine then. Yeah. Um, I mean, I should have. You should have. You'd have been a good referee. Although Danny was pretty good at it. He just got really drunk at the same time. Anyway, um, it was kind of funny because everybody was like, well, we don't all drink beer. And I was, and so we had to like make these, all these rules and like, you know, equ equitable changes to the rules to make sure that like, oh, if I have to chug a beer, you have to take like half a, like, a, like five sips of your mixed drink or whatever. And it was like a whole thing. Ended up being fun though, and me and Joe won with he who must not be named. Um, and it was a grand old time. Grand old time. Yeah. Speaking of grand old times, uh, probably the cleanest segue we've ever had. We are going to continue with our series of Marvel MCU movie reviews. Um, we are, like I said, we are skipping the Incredible Hulk one because it was technically not an or not a Marvel Studios movie. Two because it's horrible. Um, we are going right into Iron Man two, which is better. Hunter, um, you think it's better than Iron Man? No, 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 better than the Incredible Hulk. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Hunter, very obviously better. Go ahead and hit me with a plot summary of Iron Man Two. Okay, so essentially, Iron Man Two opens in the aftermath of Iron Man One after Tony Stark has said that he is uh, Iron Man, and now he's facing um, the United States government, which wants to seize all of his suits, essentially saying that they should be in the control of the government because Tony Stark himself is a rogue um, and can hurt people whenever he wants if he goes out of control essentially um tony doesn't want to do that because he thinks that that you know his own his own interest in protecting people isn't what everyone else's interests are um so he's kind of saying in his own mentality if i'm you know better than everyone only i can really use these to their intended purpose at the same time you have this uh russian physicist i think he was astrophysicist i think he's just a physicist um scientist russian scientist named ivan vanko who is exacting revenge on tony stark for kind of unclear reasons um, that become a little clearer later. Um, basically, basically Howard Stark, Tony's father, wronged Ivan Stark's, or Ivan Vanko's dad, um, whatever his name was. And uh, essentially he Howard comes Vanko. to him. Yeah, that. Um, he, <laughs> he comes to America to basically kill Tony Stark. And, and um, uh, while he's doing that, he teams up with Tony Stark's um, business rival Justin Hammer to like create these drones that essentially Ivan Vanko then goes rogue on essentially Ivan Vanko does what the government was afraid Tony would do it goes rogue and starts to try and kill Tony and a bunch of other people um, just to get his revenge that's pretty much it and there's a whole like other subplot 
in the same time where they introduced like the Avengers initiative um, and they introduced Black Widow and Nick Fury at, more so than in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of flesh that out a little bit and then they don't really talk about it too much after that, but that's basically what happens. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what, what number score did you give this plot, buddy? I gave it a four um, just because there, it, it basically was an extension of Iron Man, mm-hmm. the plot, like, are superheroes weapons or are they, you know, should the government control them? That kind of stuff. Or like, should the technology be in the hands of the government or should it be allowed to be people who have the best interests at heart of the people? Um, and how long does that stick that, that leash last? Um, so like still a good plot, not for a sequel though. <laughs> you should yeah, change hit, it up a little bit. I hit it with a three um, because mm-hmm. where the, where the, uh, where the sentiment behind it makes sense. And it, it's a good baseline for a story. The execution was really bad in that um, the whole thing was about the government being mad. Uh, Tony Stark was like, hey, uh, nobody else has the resources or the skill to make Iron Man suits. And the government's like, okay. Yeah, doesn't doesn't bet that at all. Uh, And then at the end, when he shows off his, like, Iron Suit army, and then it gets gets taken over by Justin Hammer and almost kills everybody you'd think people would be really really mad at tony stark um and then they just well, weren't they gave him well, no, a presidential medal of freedom <laughs> that wasn't his like drone the army of drones those were justin hammers yeah but he was there kind of endorsing them not not really oh, well, he ga- i mean he gave he gave hammer the space at the expo to kind of like show them off i guess yeah, yeah. But, so, but they weren't I, like you know it technically it was like tony was I can see what you mean by endorsing that. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It, it, all intents and purposes, it was his fault. And then they were just like, good job, you stopped him. It's like, hang on, in about six years, we're going to have a, a movie all about, like, taking responsibility for your actions. Um, but other than that, like, the, the, none of that was interesting. The only interesting parts were the parts where Tony was, like, having really difficult times with his mental state. Yeah. Like, just kind of being a wreck and, like, figuring out, like, hey, I've still got heart shrapnel. Or I've got I've got bomb shrapnel in my heart, and I'm trying not to die. Yeah, um, yeah and I think that um, <clears throat> the the villains were just horrific in this. Those movie. were horrible, bad. Whiplash I, was stupid. Yeah, I can I can give. I think Whiplash was better than Justin Hammer. He was. Um, both of them were really bad. Both of them are awful. Whiplash was better than Justin Hammer in the sense that, like, you actually, like, that man actually could have killed somebody. So it was like, okay, he's an actual villain, but he's just like a very cardboard cutout villain. Mm-hmm. Justin Hammer's just annoying. He's just like his, that guy, I don't know who played him. That portrayal was terrible. Like, it was just bad acting. Yeah, it was, um, who was it? Uh, I don't even care. Get him off my screen. He's so oh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, he's, he's way better in other things. Yeah, I don't know if that was just, and I don't want to say it's bad directing. We'll get to that later, but I, it just was like a, ugh, like what the what like. Ugh. Um, yeah. So four for you, three for me. The next one was or the next category of writing and characters. Um, I hit it with a four, Ooh. um, because in terms of the writing, there were parts of it that I really liked. I really liked um Tony struggling with his like mental state while Nick Fury is like, hey, get it together. Um, I really liked how he how his how he made a new element. That was pretty cool. Dope. Um, and then in terms of the writing, nothing else was very good. But in terms of the characters, Tony Stark, Nick Fury, and um, and James Rhodes, those were the only three characters that were good in that movie. But they were so good. They were so good. Um, Nick Fury less so than the other two. But um, mm. I think that. Rhodey was a very good like 
sensibility foil to Tony, who's just kind of like, like you said, going rogue, doing whatever the heck he wants. Um, and then when Rhodey takes the takes the original Iron Man Mark II, and then is just like, I, I can do this too. That was pretty awesome. Um, but in terms of that, Scar like uh, Black Widow, why are you here? Um, the, both of the both of the villains were really bad. Pepper was so annoying in this movie. Um, and then what else even happens? Like it was just not great writing, not great characters, but because Tony Stark is being Tony Stark, I gave it a little bit more of a one. I gave it a two. Okay. <laughs> I hated it. Uh, I, so I agree with you that Rhodey, Fury and Stark were good in this movie. I would flip Fury and Rhodey. Rhodey, oh, okay. first of all, so first of all, reasons for this. Thank God they replaced Terrence Howard because yes. Don Cheadle's amazing. Love him. It still seemed he was getting used to who the role, what the role was mm-hmm. at times. Um, it just sometimes it felt a little flat. And I think also this is me looking at it retroactively, knowing what Rhodey becomes later. Um, so I think in that moment, it just seemed kind of like he was just, yeah, he was a foil and like I'm a responsible person and I'm an adult kind of thing. But also I was just like, I could have done with a little more from you. I don't know. I just wasn't like thrilled with it. It was good, but I was like, eh. Um, I thought the scenes between Fury and, and, and Tony Stark were awesome. Um, Black Widow was fine in the beginning. And then once like her cover was, uh, was revealed, then it became bad. Then it was bad. Um, I think she was cool. Like when we couldn't really figure out what the deal was, because we knew something was off with her, but we couldn't tell what it was. Once it's revealed, then it's just stupid. Um, I think the funniest part about that was that her alias from her real name being Natasha Romanoff, her alias was Natalie Rushman. Come on, be literally anything else. Well, because her, because shield wiped her off the face of the map her face of the earth so like they wouldn't be able to find her be literally anything else than your real name literally be like call yourself selena gomez he'd believe it call um, yourself jamie vanderbeek why like why yeah. would you be this like essentially same um, structure anyways she i, I do agree that i that's do, not her fault that's the writer's fault <laughs> i did like having her in the movie though because that really was a clean way of setting up the avengers initiative like fully because you know sometimes you're like how are they going to jump from point a to point b we're having the same conversation about wandavision right now like how are they going to get to point b when they're currently at point a what's the way they're going to do it and i thought that was a pretty seamless way like saying like oh shield's been looking at you this entire time buddy yeah. um and you're ready we're like you're not ready but we need you for the avengers at some point so I do think that there were some moments in the writing where he was like, it was, we got like an actual Tony Stark, like quippiness, which I did enjoy. Um, I think, uh, let's see what else I had here. The writing was bad because they tried to subvert your expectations like five times and it just yeah. didn't work. It was awful. Um, and the one thing I did think was really funny was they foreshadowed Cap and Iron Man's eventual dispute um, when he, when they show the shield and he, and agent Coulson, who we know loves Captain America later on. And he goes, do you know what this is? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, he, he just like lift up the coil and he puts it under the coil. Is like, this means nothing to me. Just slap it on there. Um, I thought that was really funny just because like, he, I know eventually where that relationship goes and that foreshadowing was cool, but the rest of it, not a whole lot there. Yeah. Just bad. Uh, you want to go over into directing and cinematography? What, uh, what number value did you put for here? I gave it a five, actually. Okay. Um, I, yeah, sure. It was very uh, Iron Man-esque, because, again, John Favreau directed it, so it was going to look kind of similar. Um, some of the shots were cool. Let me see what I wrote then. There was um, the fan sequence in the beginning where he's walking out through that crowd of fans after the expo when he's like, you're looking, that was kind of cool. All the explosions looked better than Iron Man, the original, um, just because they probably had more money thrown into it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think the the choice to do a voiceover opening of him at his press conference was cool. That was neat. Um, and so it was very, it just reminded me a lot of the same style. And I remember, I gave it a little bit of a knock because the, the direction of the characters looked a little, looked worse because case in point, Pepper um, clearly got worse. Writing was kind of similar for her character, just was different. Like it, it was yeah. different in a bad way. So I attribute that to more direction, but. Yeah. I um I gave this one a three. Um I didn't consider the uh the 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 character directing in this one because I, I was more focused on like the actual like cinematography directing. Um in that uh <laughs> a lot of the shots were just kind of uninspired. Um yeah, I'd say that. I completely forgot about the opening shot and how good that was. Cool. I will attribute cool. that. But the other two shots, the only ones that actually made me go, oh, that's a good shot were when Tony was hanging out in the donut hole because he didn't oh, yeah. see that he was a donut hole. And then it was like, whoa, okay. And then I really appreciated the shot where um, you see the POV of the, um, of the of the one drone that's about to blast the kid with the Iron Man mask oh, on. Yeah, that's cool. And then cool. you see Iron Man pop in and boom, like that was a really cool shot. Um, I did I did like the for the the illusion of the donut. I, I thought of you whenever you call someone a donut. Yeah, you, you absolutely. Be like Tony, you're being you I've been an absolute donut right now. Come on, man. Donut. Yeah, and I and I really like the um I really like the uh the the party scene where Tony's like in his Iron Man suit but also like drunk and sad. Like that was kind of like, fun. It was his version of drunk driving. Exactly. Um and but other than that, like I it was just kind of uninspired. I yeah. I didn't I wasn't like getting out of bed for any of those shots and yeah i think it had like six or seven good spots where you're like oh that was kind of cool um that's about 10 minutes in a two two hour movie the character direction kind of fell off a little bit from the mainstay from the the holdovers um and then the villains were awful so yeah um, you know uh next we got acting i gave this one a four um robert downey jr is always awesome um like i said uh uh, James Rhodes, Don Cheadle, and um, Sam Jackson, they were they were great. And for what she was given, Scarlett Johansson's a good actress. I will yeah. never take that away from her. Black Widow was a poorly written character for the first, like, 10 years of the MCU. Most um, women were poorly written in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, it's it's hard to, like, it's it's hard to attribute good acting to a, bat, a poorly written character. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, Sam Rockwell was doing horribly. Whoever played Whiplash, he was not good. Um, oh, it's Mickey Rourke. Or Mickey Rourke, yeah, I forgot his name. <laughs> um, I, I think one of the funniest scenes is when he's just like, I want my bird. And they're like, I'll get you a bird. I'll get you 10 birds. He's just like, I want, I want my, my bird. My bird. <laughs> I want my bird. <laughs> it's like, it's a four. That's a four for me. I gave it a three. Um, yeah. Pretty similar reasons. It just seemed a lot of times, like Justin Hammer really bothered me. Because yeah. it seemed at times he was trying to be like, hey, guys, what, what are we doing here? And I was like, what are you? Like, who? what is your purpose? Like, you could be out of this movie, really wouldn't make that much of a difference. They could just reference you. You could be in that first scene, and then you could be in the last scene, and it wouldn't change that much. Um, and just like the, some, of the, some of the acting, like the, the portrayals just seemed kind of, to quote you, uninspired at times. Um, mm -hmm. It seemed Gwyneth Paltrow was kind of tired in this movie. Like it just, at yeah. times it was just like, a, "Do you really want to be here?" Um, it's like I, I get the point was that she was supposed to be stressed and overworked and everything. But yeah, but she looked it, like dead. I was like, it, it looked like she was like bored and like annoyed. Like <laughs> she's just like, I'm really stressed at my job. It's yeah, like I think, funny. and I think I think RDJ really becomes Tony Stark in this movie, mm -hmm. and then this Tony that we see in Iron Man Two really just develops a lot more. So it's this version just developed throughout the MCU that we see for the rest of the movie. So I, I thought he was really good. Yeah. Also, I thought Happy 
was really good in this movie. I like John Favreau. Movie. That's true. Yeah, he didn't get. A, I mean, obviously, he was one directed it. He didn't get a lot of FaceTime in the, the first scene, movie. The scene where he's trying to beat up that one dude, and Natasha just beats up like ten guys, and he's like, "I got him." Dude, I've just come to appreciate John Favreau more and more every month of my life. What a guy! Good guy. Love that what a guy. Uh, next, we got the special effects. What do you think? Um, I give it a six. Um, pretty on par, pretty on par with Iron Man. I give it a five for Iron Man. It just again, I this is closely related to directing slash cinematography. Like it just, it was about the same. Explosions mm. look good. Mm. Fight scenes were a little easier to see. Um, mm. And even when there was a lot of like shooting going on, when they were in like the park in the expo with all the drones and stuff, um, they they framed it in a way that like I could still see everything that was happening when every when like literally the world was exploding. Yeah. So that, that was kind of cool. Also the special effects of like all the explosions happening looked like fireworks. That was neat. So I, I gave it a six. That was pretty good. Yeah, I gave it a five. Um, I gave Iron Man one a five. I gave this one a five. I kind of, I agree that it got margin, like it got noticeably better, but I yeah. also attributed the fact that it was two years later. They had a lot more money to work with. Yeah. Um, not much else to add to it. It looked fine. It looked good. It looked good. And finally, the score. Uh, what did you think? I hated the score. Yeah. I hate it. So I specifically wrote this. So I gave it a three, which okay. is it sounded better than Iron Man. There was like more music to actively pay attention to. Um, less like hard rock going on than mm-hmm. Iron Man, which I think A is a detractor, but overall the score itself didn't sound bad. It was the way it was used that was terrible. Um, so I literally pointed out at one point that I think it was the beginning. Um, there was like a montage that was happening. I forget what was happening, but there was some kind of montage. And the music that was playing literally sounded like a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. And I was like, this is literally the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I hate yeah. this. And that happened like four more times. And I was like, what is going on? Um, and it just reminded me of that. So I got these like irky vibes from it. It just sounded like he was trying to be too dramatic. And I was like, we need to pump the brakes a little bit. The movie's dramatic enough. We don't need this music to do that for yeah. us. Yeah, I, I gave it a two. Um, the, the note that I wrote down was forgettable at best. Um, I couldn't, it, when, you, when, I think of, when I think of Guardians of the Galaxy, I think of Come and Get Your Love. When I think of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, I don't remember the song, but I think of the one that's like, I, oh, let's go, whatever that song is. Um, you, I just, I can't pick out a, a song or a piece from Iron Man 2 that like stuck out at me as enhancing the the, the scene. Yeah. Um, so it, 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 there, there definitely was no portals in that movie. <laughs> there was not a portals moment, no. Uh, yeah, that, that, that fell at a two for me. It, honestly, it could have been like two, three. It, when it gets that low, it like it's splitting hairs. It's bad. Yeah. yeah, when it gets right. so, it, yeah. So going back to the main tab, I gave it a 3.9. You gave it a 3.6 for an average of 3.7. And I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, that's, I mean, Iron Man in contrast was a 5.3, but 3.7, that seems considerably lower, but I mean, it was infinitely worse than Iron Man, which like surprising to me that it was infinitely worse. Spoiler yeah. alert, um, Iron Man 3 is my favorite Iron Man movie. Iron Man uh, 3 is dope. So when we get there, we'll talk about that. But I think, I think that's an appropriate, like, like Iron Man 1 was fine. It was good. Um, looking at Iron Man 2, it was bad. So I, I expect that kind of a drop off. Yeah, I you know I don't because what's that a one point six point drop off? Yeah, sixteen percent drop off. Which like, yeah, there were moments where I was like, this is just worse. And Thor's gonna get lower. Spoiler alert! Except for you didn't need to know that. <laughs> yeah, Julie, heads up. Next week is Thor, so you can defend you. She loves the Thor. Julie movies. likes Thor. Yeah. Oh my 
God, that's worse yeah. than Matt's takes about the MCU. I uh, know, Matt, we love you, but Guardians 1 is better than 2. Sorry. Um, it's, Guardians 2 is great. It's not as good. Anyways, sorry. We'll get there anyway, in a few months. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited to rewatch Iron Man 3 because I forget, like, I, I remember the plot. I was getting Justin Hammer and Adrian Killich or whatever his name is confused. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm excited to rewatch that because I, I don't know which one I like better, Iron Man 3 or Iron Man, but I'm, it's probably going to be Iron Man 3. But Iron Man 2 sucks, though. We don't even talk about it anymore. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thank you for listening. Like I said, uh, we are going to be talking about Thor next week. So if you haven't seen Thor, watch it. I can't in I can't in good faith recommend that you watch it. We'll just dunk on it next week. You should, uh, you should just watch Thor. Don't watch Thor: The Dark World. Don't watch a Dark World. You don't. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, that about wraps it up for episode fifty-five of Quarterly Crisis. But before we let you go, we are going to dive in a little segment, as we always call, or as we always do, called. Crisis averted. So, Hunter, who are you sending some love to? Um, this week, I'm sending some love to you because I don't know if you got your test result back. But I did. Negative. negative. Oh, yeah. So, love you for not being sick. Love yeah, that. I wouldn't be drinking beer if I was still wondering. That's what I was curious, but I don't really know. Um, uh, who else am I sending love to this week? I am sending love to um, the Seattle Seahawks. I hope that they don't let their organization implode because that's the direction we're heading. And if they do, I'll be sad. So don't do that. Plus, that's all I got there. Uh, personally, sending love to, once again, I'm sending love to Maggie. Um, I'm still thinking about that cheesecake that you made me. Or you made Joe, but I had some. That was amazing. Um, sending love to uh, my who, my mom and my dad, whoever's idea it was to get me uh, that juicer for Christmas because Katie and I made cocktails with fresh grapefruit juice nice. and they were so good um shout out to that uh shout out to uh my roommate joe who has had to live without me for the last few days i haven't <laughs> i hadn't hung out with him since like wednesday uh, but we're back together now it's fine um and that obviously my lovely girlfriend katie love you and miss you very much even though your internet sucks yeah <laughs> fix your internet uh any final words hunty um, I'm going to go get some fast food garbage, put it in my body for dinner. I'm excited about that. Heck yeah. I'm making pork chops. Uh, that is it for episode 55 of quarter life crisis. I have been your host DRAC along with Hunty. Thank you for listening and we will catch you next time. Goodbye. Oh!